Welcome back to another episode of Classroom Brew. This is 194, which is insane. We're coming up on 200, and actually, we got something pretty excited in store for you guys for episode 200. That'll be very, very obvious, very evident from the jump when we get to our 200th episode. So I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, if you already are a Patreon member, you already know what that big news is. Uh, if you'd like to become a Patreon member, become part of the group that is in the know, or get that bonus content, all that good stuff, head on over to patreon.com slash classroombrew. On Patreon, we have different uh, podcast merch items, uh, bonus content, all that good stuff. Uh, there is a $2, $4, and $7 tier, so nothing has changed there. Uh, again, patreon.com slash classroombrew. Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. I was recently <laughs> at my niece's second birthday party, and uh, my dad, so there's a college in the, the area, Northwestern, uh, in Evanston that donated a bunch of um, track gear to the, the team, which is awesome. Uh, shout out to Goods for Greatness. But uh, my, dad, my dad went to pick it up because I couldn't go because they had to make sure that there wasn't like any recruitment stuff going on. And my dad... My dad is sitting there after he went to go pick it up and he's sitting at the party and we're talking about, I don't even know what it was. I could no clue what it was. And he goes, he just and, and, like politely interrupts or maybe there was a lull. I think there was a lull in the conversation. He goes, hey, this has nothing to do with anything. Did you know the owners of Macy's died on the Titanic? <laughs> what? Yeah, so that was a fun moment. I just wrote it. These are the things that I write down. I'm like, I gotta remember this because my dad just be like, you know, they died on the, t- like, hey, this has nothing to do with anything. Do you know so-and-so had small pot? What the fuck? Amazing. Just truly amazing. That's how I'm trying to be when I get to be that age. Uh, shout out people in their 60s, I guess. But um, we had our, our, last, our last game, our last football game. And as you know, uh, the parents should just be able to call the plays and put in whoever the fuck they want. Uh, and you, you got to be kidding me when I say, and I'm not, obviously, it's rhetorical, uh, even some staff members that are there are trying to backseat coach. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, even down to like, I'm here to see so-and-so. Put him in the game. Stop it. You don't know what's going on. They don't, you, you don't just put people anywhere. So I'm, I'm really, ex- I mean, it was, it, it's cool for me because I've been uh, coaching football for, for a little bit now. And seeing the progression of the program has been really cool. Seeing players come and go, uh, seeing some some awesome photographs. For example, we have our, our kind of, uh, what do you call it, Swiss Army football player just kind of was able to do everything and did do everything. There's, I'm actually, I'm looking at the photograph now. Just a sweet picture of him and a, a younger player that he's, he's been very close with and uh, just, just hugging each other and tears coming down his face and, and tears of happiness and also sadness. And it's just a, a beautiful moment. So really glad I got to, uh, to, to catch that. And then that the photographer was able to get that moment because those are things that you wouldn't notice otherwise uh, or see, and it might be very subtle. So I'm glad that we've got that, uh, that little moment for, for forever with that, that photograph. Uh, it was, it, it finally, it, it took them the entire short COVID season to finally fucking come together as one team. And even though it was not a win, we only took one win this season. Uh, but even though we didn't win the last game, they, they at least had some fun, like players that were dancing in between, you know, plays and stuff. I like really feeling themselves. And it was, it was nice. It, it, it's at the point where even though we did lose, I would almost rather have that 
than a team that's yelling at each other and at each other's throats the entire game or at the end of the game. Uh, I'd rather have that outcome, the loss with the better camaraderie, uh, because a lot of our kids, they haven't had anything like that uh, in their lives, any any connection like that. So that was very, uh, really cool to see, really heartfelt. It, it made me feel good that uh, the kids that didn't have a place, didn't necessarily feel like they belonged uh, in the school, and they, they found something now that um, they were a part of or can, are still a part of. So that said, I think a good opportunity to, uh, so in the month of April, we were trying to rhyme everything, but you know, just rhyming is hard, especially with hybrid learning where you're teaching kids online in front of you at the same time, online and in front of you at the same time. Fuck it. Uh, not making cuts in this one, but, um, it seems like a good opportunity to, to get to, we're just calling, we were calling it, uh, teacher frustration rhymes in the month of April. I didn't quite make it to the end of April with that, uh, but we are just going to call this uh, teacher frustrations. So this is going to be anyone that writes in, I'll, I'll usually post it every so often. Uh, I'll post it on the uh, the Instagram. And we actually got a lot this week, so I'm going to save some of them for, uh, for next week's episode. So I'm just going to go from the top and we'll, we'll go from there. So at just underscore Kimmy, Stressing to teach testing material when the tests aren't shit anyway, which is so true because, as you know, the people that write tests, like standardized tests and all that shit, uh, likely have never taught, or if they have taught, probably just in an affluent neighborhood, not uh, indicative of the entire United States, to be honest with you. The, un- the uh, upside-down smiley face is definitely, they highlight it perfectly. Uh, and it's true. It, it, everything down to the kid that is just very oppositional for the sake of being oppositional during the PSAT when he was like, how long is this test? And I was like, well, John Doe, this test that, by the way, I have nothing to do with, and I know that you probably don't like me because you didn't pass my class because you didn't do anything all year. Uh, it's four hours for the PSAT. And the kid walked out of the building and they let him back in. I don't know how that works, especially during COVID times. You can just come and go as you please or roam the halls. That's another thing I've noticed too, is that kids are just roaming the halls during hybrid learning. Like, why is this allowed to happen? There's like six kids in this whole building. How can we not keep track of you guys? Where the fuck are you going? What's going, why do you want to, why do you want to touch all the doorknobs? We have to, we have to clean those. Every time you touch a doorknob, we have to clean those. We did have a couple people in our building, by the way. Uh, anyone that wants to say that COVID's not real, fuck off, stop listening. Um, uh, but two people in our building do have it. But the magic number is three. So we are, not, we are not closed down. And I know that the big solution for people, this is really coming on a tangent after talking about testing materials, but the, the solution that a lot of elementary and middle school things is to have the kids in pods. So they're in one room with one group. And then you could, and the teachers, they rotate. So if there were a kid or two or a staff, whatever, uh, easier to contact, trace. Uh, I'm sure dismissal times, there has to be a procedure for that because it's not like kids are not going to ever come in contact with other kids. But you could see where if you shut down a classroom, you'd be fine. But at the high school level, that's not as viable because you've got, you know, freshmen and seniors in some classes, depending on what it is, if it's an elective or maybe a senior failed it a bunch of times or many, many times, maybe more than three times somehow. So they just tried every single year to pass art basket weaving and they just never got, you know what I mean? So it's a lot harder for that, but they say that they're going to try to do that next year. So we'll see. Anyways, uh, at... Uh, this is Casey, uh, at Organize and Educate, uh, going to school when the boiler is broken. 
Yay for a 60-degree classroom. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. I, I keep my, my place when I'm sleeping at night at about 66, 67. Sometimes in the summer when it's really hot, 65. But the yes, 60 degrees is absurd, of course. We have one of those old school boilers where if it gets too hot and it goes ka-chung, ka-chung, every single morning and afternoon and evening uh, when, it, when it's really getting hot. And they say it's because there's something wrong with it where it gets too hot. So I'm expecting it to blow up when I'm teaching the Cold War. So that's fun. We also were, that was the boiler being fixed, quote unquote, or just fixing some of the pipe. I don't know what the fuck they did, however long ago it was, two years ago, a year or two ago. Uh, when they had us on in those nightmare classrooms that were quote unquote ready and they weren't just a two by four with a nail sticking out, but we couldn't be in our classrooms because it was going to smell like soldering, soldering, soldering. Who fucking knows? I don't know. Nobody, nobody knows. It doesn't matter anymore. Nothing matters. I'm sure it's broken already. Who cares? I saw shingles falling off the roof. It's all good. CPS probably said, you can't afford to do that. Choose. Do you want a roof? Or do you want the last two teachers you hired? And in nine, nine cases out of 10, I'm sure that most schools would say, we'll take the shingles. Not to reference, you know, a disease. Is shingles a disease? Hey Siri, is shingles a disease? Who knows? Okay, I found this on the web for a shingles disease, who knows? Check it out. She did a great job. She did the best she could in that case. Nice job, Siri. Uh, can't get copyright and claimed for, for fucking Siri. Uh, Christine, Christine, at Christine underscore I underscore Nazal, Nazal, uh, access testing for bilingual students happening when NJSLA has been waived. So, so oh, access, oh, I know what, I know access testing. I feel like that's, is that ESL? Access testing, oh, no. ELLs, so I'm good there, English language proficiency. Uh, NJSLA, NJSLA. By the way, I'm recording this the night before. It's literally seven o'clock central time right now at the time I'm saying these words. And, uh, oh, New Jersey student learning. So, okay, I got it. So like the, uh, similar to like the park test, just New Jersey. So they're basically canceling some standardized testing, but not others. And I guess people are probably going to say, well, they're learning English, blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, point being, by the way, I mentioned that when I'm recording this is that I'm, I'm really going to hustle this for you guys so that it's ready by the, what does it usually drop, 4.30 in the morning? I'm going to be editing this one. I haven't edited, edited uh, the majority of the episodes lately because I got a buddy that does it for free. Uh, shout out. Uh, shout out, Maddie. But uh, I'll be doing this one. So that's fun. Um, people on Fiverr suck, by the way. Uh, no one's as professional as, as voiceover artists, especially people that fucking go ghost you, ghost protocol. Well, that'll, this'll make sense later on. Uh, at, at underscore, or sorry, at Ashel3395, students emailing me late work over break, thinking I'm going to correct it immediately. So grading it late. Yeah, that's like the, I got something from a kid. So for, for context, this is, we're almost in May. And uh, the new semester started in like February or something like that. So we're getting close to the end here. And uh, we got a new Google Classroom for each semester of a class. So like semester one is an archived class now, so can't do that. I'd imagine though, this would, they would just go back to like day one and try to turn that in. But a kid tried to turn in like, it's called semester one opening. 
I only have two topics in Google Classroom so that it organizes it into, they're literally called work I'm still accepting and work I am no longer accepting. Actually, it's called work I'm, accept- I'm still accepting and then no longer accepting. And it's very clear. And I talk about it every day. But I had a kid literally just two days ago. So what's today? For you guys, it's the 29th. For me, it's the 28th as I record this. This is someone on the 26th that tried to turn something in to the point where I had to email with a screenshot on my phone of the classwork tab to show them, hey, topics really help you out. The category of no longer accepting might have really helped you out. By the way, you turned in something blank. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Well, let me see. Did, did they turn in something blank? I don't know. It, it sucks because it's kind of, you're, you're straddling the line between you don't want to discourage them, but at the same time, why aren't you paying attention to simple labels? Let's see. Scroll down. February 8th is when I, it was posted. And this particular kid, let's see, did he do anything in it? Let's see what, the, I'm still going to read it. Nope, it's blank. It's blank. Cool. So I don't even know why. Is it just because you want it to look better than having a thousand, not a thousand, a thousand red missings in Google Classroom? I don't know. I just started coaching track uh, this week, which has been a huge adjustment, way less intense than football when you're like, come on, every five seconds versus in track, you're like, yeah, let's go for it. Um, it's not a Jerry Seinfeld dish, but um, I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, oh, oh. So some kids were like, oh, 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 Mr. F or, or coach, uh, I don't want to use my coach name because I don't want to give up too much for it, uh, my real name, but last name that is, don't care, who cares? Uh, but they were saying that kids were talking about my class being like, well, you're doing too much. Like we have, we've had one assignment and you get two to three weeks to do it. So within five weeks, we've had two assignments. I'm just putting in check-in grades. We're at the like desperation level. Kids either have an A or they have an F. There's no in between. And it's not because I'm being a dick. It's because they're not doing shit. Or when they do it, it's easy. We're at like, these are high school, they're supposed to be a sophomore level class when they're talking about, we're doing like fifth grade reading level shit. Heavily modified. And even even the AP kids, it's either a, either a, a, a high D or like if LMNOP was a grade, you know? You're just not doing shit. For context, I'm looking at the, the, uh, the two things I posted for my AP class. By the way, AP, advanced placement, meaning college level. Uh, I posted a question. Why are we always late to six period? <laughs> One kid turned it in. Uh, there was a little in-class uh, activity where they made a T-chart. and it was, I forget exactly. It was something related to uh, um, uh, Intel. It's... Uh, Indi- testing and individual differences. So that it's part of an intelligence. So just a T-chart of uh, characteristics of intelligent and unintelligent people just to kind of, you know, see where they're at and, you know, we'll cover the multiple intelligences, all that stuff. No one turned it in. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, the, the chapter 11 opening, one person turned it in. Uh, I'm just scrolling down as my, my heart dies. Uh, parent conference link, nobody. Uh, there was a, a study day questionnaire. Four kids turned it in. Okay, there you go. You know, single digits. Uh, a, a simple assignment that my nephew, who's in preschool at this point, could do. One person. Uh, a checkpoint on notes. One person. Probably the same person. A simple assignment. Three. Another simple assignment. Three. We're talking like it's one fucking page. 
one page. So even the AP class, the damn AP class that I hate teaching this year because no one does shit, no one's doing anything. And they're going to complain to me about their grade at the end of the semester. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, so I'm with you there uh, at Ashel3395. It's been a pain in the ass. That's my long-winded way. Uh, if it was long-winded and you were surprised by that, it is a podcast, but love you still. So uh, we've got a few more. So uh, at Lettering by Melissa and at, un- uh, sorry, at Uncle.Freddy and at Miss Megan Lee underscore. Uh, we'll keep those for episode 195 next week. Uh, we're just we're just saving it. We want to you know spread it out so that I'm not just constantly on Instagram asking the same question every single week. I want to try to mix it up. Uh, if you could, though, this would be very helpful. Uh, I believe Rihanna, uh, she, she sent some stuff over to a friend. Uh, if you have somebody that uh, you are speaking on behalf of, that would be great. Or if you could say like, hey, you should go to this uh, Instagram at Classroom Brew on social media or on, you know, whatever, uh, classroombrew.com. Have a, a teacher friend. Have them uh, write into the show uh, their teacher frustrations, maybe if they have a comment hero, weird student questions, uh, which is a segment we'll get to in a second. Uh, all that stuff that really helps me out. It's kind of fun to get more and more teacher input, especially because we're not really doing guests right now or as much because of Kovi Wovi. Uh, this is a good opportunity, though, for us to, uh, to get into our teacher confessions. I just want to confess something to our, our backseat parent coaches. This is really short. I'll keep it simple so you can understand because you clearly don't understand the game of football as a sport or as a strategic sport. I don't care what your play calling input is. Fuck off. Second confession. I honestly think that the the cops are only out at 645 on Lakeshore Drive, southbound, because they're trying to catch the teachers. Like, we don't work a nine to five. So who else would they possibly be catching aside from like another, you know, a few early rising career people, whatever. So they're targeting, they're going after teachers. That's fucked up. That's not a confession. That's more of like a event session. Thank you for listening to my my teacher confessions for this week. Yeah, that is fucked up with, with Lakeshore Drive. Who are you looking for? Also, why why are cop cars now, they're, they're still black, but the writing is also in black. Why are we going so incognito? Why, why are we doing this? The fuck's happening? Um, that's for sure who they're targeting, by the way. You know what I mean? Like, I understand, like, school zone speed limits and, and stuff like that. But uh, no one, most people aren't getting up as early as, as teachers are. You know what I mean? Like, I'm on Lakeshore by 6.30. Okay? It's not fair. Back off. Fuck off. All that good stuff. <laughs> Uh, shout out to all the, all the teachers that get up early. Shout out Lakeshore. You know what I'm saying? Uh, weird student questions. Uh, we'll do that to, to kind of round us out. Uh, one thing, though, I've got two comment heroes for this week. Uh, just as a big heads up, one of them is not a digital comment hero, but uh, the other one is. So seems like a great opportunity for us to get into our comment hero of the week. Welcome to the comment hero of the week. When someone's being an ass in the comment section, but they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. What's going on is you failed fucking social studies. Or when you see someone call that person out, they are our comment hero of the week. Yeah! Even though some heroes do call out those idiots, remember, 
Don't call out a comment hero in the comment section. You can't fix them, and you can't fix stupid. Again, if you want to send in a comment hero, uh, you can send it to me, classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew, no spaces, on social media uh, or facebook.com slash classroombrew. Uh, it's a little bit harder to get the DMs on that one. So again, social media or um, mostly Instagram or email. Uh, so th- this one, oh man, I-, I guess technically we have we have several because this, huh, this was an art. This is from, uh, when was this? It was six days ago, seven, a week ago for people that are listening on Thursday when this episode comes out. Basically, it was from NBC Chicago uh, stating Louisiana school bus driver out of a job after racist comment to an 11-year-old student. Oopsie-daisy. Now, the comment, uh, I believe, was something along the lines of uh, making a a derogatory comment related to um, George Floyd. I had to think about his name for like a moment. Say his name. Uh, And and so basically, this person was laid off. And of course, you should be, a lot of people are saying like, uh, zero tolerance, absolutely. Uh, some people saying like, well, where does it stop? Why can't we just say whatever? Don't we have the First Amendment right? And the biggest you know, thing people can say is, one, ignorance, but two, uh, you are not free from the consequences of what you say. You know, you can't yell bomb on a plane. You can't yell fire in a movie theater because there's going to be some reactions. Now, making a, as a bus driver, you know, like yellow school bus, uh, stop sign on the side, bunch of kid, 11, year, 11 years old is what? Is it like first grade? No, you're like six when you're done with kindergarten, whatever. Elementary kid. Uh, you can tell how tired I am at the end of a long day, including coaching, even though it's a, a spring season for track, I'm exhausted. Uh, but just what the fuck, you know, just what? Don't. Let the kid, I don't even know what the kid said. It doesn't matter. But anyways, our, our comment hero, here's a doozy. This is Herbert Gentry, probably short for gentrification. Herbert? Herbert. Now, Herbert has a, a very charming picture with his receding hairline and his goatee. He looks like a villain from a Disney movie. Uh, he has a, like a, a partly transparent Confederate flag. And behind him, He's got his face kind of obscured, obviously, by the Confederate flag. I'm not just talking about his fucked up face and his fucked up Confederate flag, uh, but he's, you know, he's partly obscured by it. And uh, you can barely make out that he's putting up his nubby little middle finger. Now, I'd love to tell you that he's giving the middle finger to the Confederate flag and what it stands for in terms of racial uh, injustice and slavery in the South and what it stood for and the people that say it states rights is bullshit. Uh, but judging by his large forehead that protrudes slightly, uh, his, his tongue sticking out, uh, and just his general fuckityness. Uh, where is he from? Irby Gentry. Uh, that sounds like... Here, but here's the other thing, too. Is most comment heroes, I don't know, that's probably not his real name, but like most comment heroes, they have like a picture of a lake or a goose or their dog or their cat. Most of the times it's cats, so you know why. Um, but this guy's all out there. He's, really, he's, letting it, he's letting it be known that he's a comment hero. He's not well-educated. You can tell because the number of typos and just general grammatical errors. Uh, and he's the person saying things like, so they shouldn't be teaching that white people are all the cause of evil? Well, they are, and that's except 
or ex ex double. Uh, people are kind of going going in. He, he starts to talk about how uh, reparations are stupid in in, in Illinois. Uh, it's targeting people that aren't uh, people of color. He he calls out LeBron James for some reason. I'm not entirely sure why. He says that we teachers should take our indoctrination elsewhere. Uh, and then he commends people for saying that they allowed slaves to vote. Now, this man should probably learn about the three-fifths compromise, uh, you know, what we're, what we're talking about here. Uh, but also saying like, like okay, you're going to commend them saying, oh, you allowed slaves to vote, but you also, you had slaves in the first place. Hmm. Think about that. Don't be, don't be scared. Sit there in silence for a second. Think about that, Herbert Gentry. You feel that? Now, him trying to say that uh, uh, the the changing of the political spectrum with the political parties of Republican, Democrat, Dixiecrat, all that shit, not valid. Because here's the thing: when he states, when he talks about, the, he, he brings up the conservative or conservative, he brings up the Confederate flag, <laughs> he brings up the Confederate flag, uh, saying. My flag. Now, I'm not sure if he means that uh, the, the American flag and what it stands for is his flag. This sounds a lot like hashtag not my president, but it's not my flag. Uh, and, and just basically, here's the thing. It, it boils down to this. He's scum of the earth. He's, the, he's one of the true comment heroes. He spells excelled wrong when he talks about how he excelled in math. He calls out the fact that schools don't have the right funding to be able to get the books of the things that need to be taught. And he claims that none of his teachers knew anything, but he excelled regardless. So I ask you, Herbert Gentry, Mr. Confederate, how'd you do on Common Core grammar? How's your reading comprehension? Because I can tell you right now, it's abysmal. I made A and B without bringing books home Till I got bored of school. Hey, that's someone that's trying to act like uh, I'm really smart. I just don't try because I don't care. Like, what are you trying to make a biopic, biopic, whatever you call it, a biopic about your life that no one would watch? He says, I paid, wrong form of paid because it's not P-A-Y-E-D, it's P-A-I-D, Duns. Uh, claiming he paid more attention than most could tell the teachers that could care and blah, 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 and the ones that didn't, I understand that. High school with 3,000 kids, 10 and one with 300 kids. So his experience in two high schools means that he knows everything and that all the teachers are definitely, uh, you can tell when uh, they're indoctrinating, apparently. Pay more attention than you did just by your statement. He's calling people out for their statements, but at the same time, he's spelling everything wrong. It's amazing. You know what? I don't even need the second comment here on this one. It's, it's Herbert Gentry. Uh, this done. There, there was Mary Jo, Mary Jean, I don't know, something like this. She's probably, all I'm saying is she probably doesn't have a basement in the floor that she lives in. And if she did, it probably has bodies in it. There's also uh, another guy that was calling people out saying like, well, you shouldn't let words hurt you and blah, 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 blah. Basically claiming like you snowflakes, but I teach my kids, you know, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. His name was Paul Ravioli or some bullshit. Who knows? Those, so that's our comment here of the week digitally. And we'll keep this next one short because this comment hero this is someone that had said a comment. I guess it was digitally because it wasn't a Google Meet before she came into my classroom to uh, not have a mask on and she's an adult substitute teacher filling in for my co-teacher for my class. Uh, anyway, she logs into my Google Meet. By the way, the Google Meet has my name in it. The class has my name in it because it is my class. And the first fucking thing she says is, who are you upon entering my Google 
meet. Now, rather than being a, you know, uh, the righteous person that I, I should have been in that moment and say, who the fuck are you? Get the fuck out of my meat. I just said my name because <laughs> I panicked. But what the fuck? You're going to have the balls as the substitute teacher to enter into a classroom that you've never been in before and you see another adult and you can't just make the assumption that it's probably the teacher. <laughs> you idiot. Now, granted, she had the mask like a chin diaper, so obviously not the brightest tool in the thing. Brightest bulb in the thing, sharpest tool in the thing. There you go. But uh, wow, being asked who I was in my own class by someone that had never been in my class as if she had always been there all along and I was encroaching on her space. By her space, I mean, it was, by the way, me in my own classroom and she wasn't. So I guess I was somehow encroaching on her space, which was some of my classroom that she's never been in, but also my Google Meet in my classroom that she's also never been in. But who the fuck am I to, to make my presence known? in my own classroom. So those are our two commentators. I don't even know what her fucking name was. She pissed me off the entire time to the point where I said, if she's in my room again, I won't be. Bye. Those are our two commentators uh, for this week. But I'm sure, again, if you have one, I'm sure there's millions out there because I know there's millions out there. But let's jump into uh, a little bit more of a lighthearted thing and let's get out of here. And that is weird student questions. As you know, there is definitely no such thing as a stupid question, especially when you're a classroom teacher teaching students. That said, there are, on quite a few occasions, some very weird student questions. At Rihanna May writes, this one I really like. This, this goes along with what we were talking about with uh, my uh, substitute teacher, co-teacher, idiot person. Uh, at Rihanna May writes, uh, where is the meat link? In parentheses, this was an in-person instruction class. <laughs> so they show up being like, that's like when the kids are like, uh, I, I was like, make sure to avoid echo so you can see the screen too and, and type whatever uh, if you want to, and if the projector looks like shit, which it usually does because it's like a VGA old school thing. Uh, keep your, your Chromebook with you and still join the Google Meet just so you can see what I'm projecting to the people at home. And the kids go, I was like, mute your microphone and mute your, uh, your speakers. And they're like, well, how am I going to hear you? <laughs> and I was like, can you hear me right now? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, think about that for a second. Don't be scared. Sit in silence for a moment and realize what you just said. At Scottle Buick, I'm sorry, Scott. Scott, Scottle, Scotty. Uh, this seems like something my kids would ask. Um, but the question is, uh, so you in person when you do in person? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, sure. When we are in person, we are in person, meaning you will see me in person. Which goes along with, this is actually one that I have from, from this, this past week, or this week, uh, rather, because we're recording right now and it just happened like two days ago. Uh, and this is from a student that, you know, it doesn't, you know they're, not, they're not trying to ask a weird student question. I think they genuinely have no clue what's going on or what Google is. But uh, this is uh, a question I got during my third period. And it was, uh, so if I do this assignment, my grade will go up, right? Yeah. Yeah. If there's an assignment and, and you do it, your, your grade will go up, kid. I, yeah. Because here's the thing. If you don't do it, it's gonna go down. So 
good at the assignment. So if you're a student that, that for some reason listening to this podcast, do do work, do your work. Just power through it. Watch, look up motivational video if your teacher's not playing motivational videos for you. But yeah, yeah, do the work. It'll help you. Maybe learn something along the way. It's not just about compliance and completion. That sounds like the name of a podcast. Probably like a porn podcast though. But that's not what this podcast is. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, patreon.com slash classroombrew for that merch and bonus content. Uh, you can reach me at Classroom Brew on social media, as well as classroombrew at gmail.com. For Facebook, I believe it's facebook.com slash classroombrew. We are on YouTube, but I don't really post that much there anymore. But I believe Podbean posts it in the, what you call it, uh, like the audio as a video, just as a backup. So you can check it out there. Uh, we are available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So if you're on an app you don't normally listen to, check the one that you usually listen to your podcasts on. And I guarantee you, we there. If you are having a hard time finding any of those things that I just said, please check out the show notes. We do put some uh, thought and effort into there to give you a nice description. Uh, That way, if you're like, oh, what was that one thing that Ryan said however many weeks ago? You can read the description, but also uh, we've got the link for Patreon, Instagram, TikTok. We are on TikTok, I forgot about that, at Classroom Brew, Uh, Twitter, Facebook, and then of course the email. So if you don't want to type all that out or write it down because you're old school because you like to write stuff down on paper, uh, you can go to the show notes uh, and you can see it all there. Uh, So thanks so much for all the support. Again, we're coming up on number 200, 200 which is wild. We're coming up on four years for the podcast as well. Uh, it doesn't work out perfectly because we, sometimes we do two in a week. So getting to that four year and also 200 episode mark, that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm excited about it. So we got some big news coming uh, or some uh, some big podcast developments coming for that 200th episode as long as all the cards line up. Uh, and if you'd like to find out what that is ahead of time because you just can't, the, the suspense is killing you, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash classroombrew again a two dollar four dollar and seven dollar tier so thank you so much for listening awesome that you guys are supporting the show uh sorry no video for the the past few episodes but we'll get one of those going because we ought to do one at least every month but until next week class dismissed Right, James Biner. 
Sandy Montoya from California, Lazy Teacher Podcast, that's a bad look, definitely not lazy, big time podcast man, Melinda Bradley, Melinda Bradley, she's from Florida, more PPE, for her staff photo, that's Melinda, Melinda Bradley, Melinda Bradley. Classroom Brew. Check it out on Patreon.com. <laughs>